Welcome to episode 8. And this week, I wanted to dive into a topic that hits many of us close to home, and that is body image. It is no surprise that much of the population today is either currently dealing with an issue regarding their body or has dealt with it at some point in their lifetime. It is an extremely sensitive topic that makes a lot of people either feel embarrassed or to some level, they feel shame because they don't look a certain way and that is not okay to them. But what I find discouraging is that in a society where self-care is becoming quite a popular topic, we ignore the fact that one of the biggest forms of self-care is self-love. It's accepting ourselves unconditionally and fully for who we are. It is being able to look in the mirror and smile at your reflection and say, I am proud of this person. It is seeing a worth of ourselves outside of our physical appearance. Over the last month, I've been participating in a mental health conference where one of the modules was called Cultivating Positive Body Image. It was a talk by Lindsay and Lexi Kite. They're authors of a book called More Than a Body. And there was this element of power when they were speaking about the way self-image is perceived in today's society. And it really got me thinking, do we actually live in a society that is empowering young women and young men to accept themselves for who they are? Or are we living in a society that is subliminally grooming us to believe that our self-worth is based off of the opinions of people around us? Let that sink in for a moment. What does that look like? That looks like other people's opinions and on our physical appearance, which can be in the form of your eyes are too big, or you look tired, or you're too thin, or you're too fat, or your skin tone is too dark. These are all external elements that are becoming labels of who we are based on the opinions of the people that surround us. Crazy, right? And it's in our subconscious. Until someone actually points it out to you, we don't realize that this is actually a real thing. And a lot of what I'm going to speak about in this podcast has been inspired by Lindsay and Lexi Kite's talk. We see this form of sexual grooming in our media, entertainment, on our phones, magazines, honestly, and literally everywhere. If there's certain stores that you go to and there is a sense of sexual grooming in those stores based on the staff that work there. We get told that quote unquote real beauty means having this specific body type, a specific skin tone, and specific facial features, which is not realistic. With the growth in social media, we see that women that are wearing less clothes or sexualizing themselves, they fit into this, this quote unquote checklist of what society considered sexy these women are getting more exposure within these platforms. And I will go as far as saying men who have the chiseled body, the six-pack abs, these men are getting way more exposure on these platforms. And here's the thing. While I think it's great and so empowering when a man or a woman can show themselves off with confidence because 
that person loves themselves unconditionally and they've worked hard. The problem comes when that individual is psychologically, mentally, and emotionally wrecking themselves to maintain a specific physical, not experience, appearance to feel temporary happiness through the comments of others or through the likes on their pictures or the amount of shares they get on their reels. Think about the amount of times in your life from being a child to now where there was so much importance on weight and being sure that you're not overweight or underweight and getting comments about your weight, where you were encouraged to go to the gym, not because it was a healthy choice, not because it promotes healthy development of the brain or good heart or good lungs, but because you needed to get rid of that thigh gap, those love handles that baby flub, and you had to replace it with a round bum, your collarbone sticking out, having that hourglass body, those six-pack abs, that big muscle. I want you to take a moment and think to yourself, where did your self-consciousness start regarding your body? I'll give you a second. I'll tell you mine. My self-consciousness is about my stomach. When I was two months old, I had a diaphragmatic hernia. If you're not aware of what that is, basically my stomach and intestines developed in my lungs. So I had this major surgery, but that's not the point. The point is the scars that I came out with. I've had those scars for my entire life for as long as I can remember. They're a part of me. I never thought They were an embarrassment. I was never ashamed of them. They were just there. But as I got older and I started wearing traditional Indian clothes where my stomach showed, my mom would often point out to me and say, oh, you should cover your stomach on the side of your scar so no one can see it. And it just made me feel weird. Why did it matter if anyone saw it? Did that mean I was different? Did that mean I wasn't beautiful? All these questions would just come up. And on top of that, I felt really abnormal because I had an outside belly button and everyone I knew had an inside belly button. And obviously as a child, I never realized it was because of my body structure and I was just so skinny that I physically could not have an innie. But it built this anxiety around showing my stomach. If I wore something that did show it, I would either wear a jacket on top of it or I'd cover my stomach with my arms and walk around. But the thing is, I loved crop tops and I love wearing traditional Indian clothes. And truth be told, I really wasn't that self-conscious about my scar as much as I was about my belly button. So at the first chance, I went and I got my belly button pierced and I got the biggest belly button piercing ring that I could find that covered my belly button. And when I think about it now, at the time, it didn't really seem like I was actually using that as a means to cope with my insecurity. It was just something that I did because it looked nice and I was a dancer, so I often would be wearing clothes that showed my stomach during shows. It was completely normal. But now, when I reflect on those moments, I realize I was hiding my embarrassment over my belly button. And now that I think about it, at my first chance that I got after I had a baby, 
I put my belly button ring right back in. Did not give it an ex- another thought. I've had another surgery since then, and that didn't bother me as much as my belly button did. Now, that's a simple example of what body shame can look like. But there are individuals out there whose insecurities about their body are so extreme, it impacts their day-to-day functionality. For some, they objectify themselves so much that they live for the sake of living. They don't actually fully embody their own self. Only because they're constantly worried about what others are telling them and how others perceive them of what they are supposed to look like. And it is no-brainer that this has negative implications on their mental health. It affects the way that they progress through life. It affects their happiness. We have this inability to find joy. It affects your health, especially in the cases where shame comes into the picture. When shame comes into the picture, things just significantly get worse. This is when you become at risk of developing an eating disorder. And when we objectify ourselves, we rob ourselves from our emotional and physical energy bucket because we're prioritizing our energy into the wrong thing. The scary thing is when this goes deeper, it becomes way more detrimental because when that person chooses to respond through shame, that's when that person is just putting themselves in this soup where they're just at risk of self-harm. They're at risk for addictions. They develop unhealthy coping mechanisms because of this numbing sensation that comes from the shame. In other instances, a person may respond by holding on to their insecurity by hiding or fixing their bodies because that puts them in a state of comfort. That is their normal. So for that person, it's okay to stay in that mindset. However, when someone or something comes and pushes that insecurity button, they go into an immediate fight, flight, or freeze mode. And then that cycle just restarts all over again. This is not a permanent fix. There is no amount of positive commenting, affirmations, surgeries, procedures, Botox, sexual objectifications that can make you feel better internally and rip that insecurity weed out from the roots. The only permanent fix is through your inner self by learning to accept yourself for who you are wholeheartedly, by loving your body, loving your shape, loving your color for what it is, by empowering yourself to truly believe inside and out that you are beautiful, not because of what is outside, but because of what is on the inside. It is through building resilience to that exact thing you're insecure about. And Lindsay and Lexi Kite explain this really beautifully in their book that makes you conquer the demon of your insecurity. Start by becoming aware of your environment. Become aware of the media that you watch, the stores you go to, the people you surround yourself with, what you look at on your phones. Ask yourself, are you seeing a common trend? Question, why are the movies you watch, including Disney movies, 
portraying this specific and similar body type. Ask yourself why the staff in the stores you shop at all look similar in terms of body shape. And most importantly, ask yourself, are the people you are choosing to interact with on a day-to-day basis feeding your insecurity? Are these people constantly talking about your looks or basing their interactions with you because of how nice you look today? Start becoming more aware, aware of the way you talk. Are you prioritizing external beauty, beauty in your daily conversations? Do you find yourself saying, oh, that person looked like they gained weight or commenting on their beauty? You can't expect to heal your own insecurity if you're going to be the silent or vocal villain in someone else's insecurity. Realign yourself and get in touch with your core values. Find your roots that hold you up and nurture it. Water those roots. Remember who you are before you got tainted with insecurities. Remember your authentic self. Remember yourself before the negative body image set in. Who were you? What were your favorite things to do? Ask yourself where that switch happened. And if you had the opportunity to go back, what would you do differently? Reconnect with that inner child and bring back that version of yourself that was pure. Practice mindfulness activities. Become present in the here and now and embrace all that life has to offer you. Practice gratitude and be thankful that that body you have that is carrying your vital organs, that if you're a mother carried your children, is there and healthy and is serving you for a higher purpose. And when you are ready, expose yourself to an activity and that forces you to get out of your comfort zone and confront your insecurity. This will build resilience. The first few or 10 times will feel so uncomfortable, but eventually the more you continue this practice, eventually it won't even matter anymore. You exposed yourself to the monster under the bed so much that it no longer scares you. If you find that you're unable to cope on your own or you're in too deep, there is no shame in asking for help. There are numerous resources available. If need be, reach out to me on any of my social media and I would be more than happy to help you find a resource. Our goal as a society should be to move forward in a compassionate and empathetic way. We are a generation that is going to be raising the generations to come. I want you to ask yourself the way you were groomed, the way you felt or feel regarding your body. Would you want your current or future children to feel the same? If you want to make a change, that change must start with you. You are the role model to your future lineage. So stand up and say no more. I am who I am, and I love and accept myself. And on that note, I'm going to end today's podcast. Thank you to everyone that has listened, and thank you to everyone that has supported me this far. I look forward to creating more content for you. But until then, bye, and have an amazing weekend.